Hello! Thank you for joining us in this busy season of the year. Our story this week, Penelope Loses a Tooth, is about something you may have already experienced or will eventually experience, the loss of your first tooth. Though Penelope really, really wants to lose her first tooth, she is also a little fearful of the pain. Once again, Daddy and Mama Peters help her to look to God in times of fear and nervousness. As we do each week, we have included a hymn title or a line from a hymn in the story. If you recognize it, email us at whimsywins at gmail.com with the hymn title or hymn line. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize. Last week's winners were brothers Jeremiah, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and their sister Naomi from Alamo, California, who sent in the correct answer of Praise God from Whom All Blessings Flow, which is also known as the doxology. So let's hear a big cheer for them. <laughs> Lastly, if you're a new listener or even someone who's been with us for a while, there are some stories you may have missed. So take the time to listen to those too. Most all of the stories are based in some form on true life experiences from the author's life. One of my favorites is Penelope Peters Gets Lost in the Woods. It is so good. If you have pets, you might want to take a listen to the Peters Wildlife Rescue. All right now, it's time for this week's story. Penelope Loses a Tooth. Though the thrill of the twins' arrival and the anticipation of Christmas, which was right around the corner, was enough excitement to last a very long time for the Peters family. Penelope Peters had other things on her mind, namely that she had never lost a tooth. At the age of six, she was a whole year older than Pearson had been when he'd lost his first tooth. She was beginning to wonder if she would ever lose even one. To help things along, she wiggled her front teeth constantly, hoping to eventually experience the joy of losing a tooth. Her brother Pearson, who was only seven, although he would be eight in a month, had already lost six teeth. Even if you didn't count the one that the dentist had to pull because it was blocking his permanent tooth from fully erupting, the number was still impressive. Whenever there was a chance to bug Daddy and Mama Peters between the twins' feedings and changing poopy diapers, Penelope would ask them to check for any loosening in the tightness of her teeth. It had become part of her daily routine and her nightly ritual right before going to bed. Sadly, for Penelope... The answer so far was always the same. No, Nellie, I don't feel any loose teeth yet. You'll need to just wait it out. She would sigh, kiss her baby sisters and daddy and mama, and head off to bed, only to wake up and repeat the exercise the next day. It was a good thing that Penelope had lots to keep her busy. She had schoolwork. She helped with the twins. She had her household chores. And she spent time playing with her friends. Otherwise she would have been completely preoccupied with her longing to lose a tooth, as it was when she had free time, like when she would lie awake on her bed in the morning and at night. Her mind and fingers always wandered to her teeth. Her good friends Emily and Hattie had already lost several teeth. She wasn't jealous of them, but Penelope did pray and pray that before too much longer, she would lose her first tooth. She figured if she lost the first one, the others would soon follow. On a Saturday morning, about three weeks before Christmas, which fell on a Wednesday this year, Penelope awakened from a sound night of sleep. As she burrowed under her warm blankets, she began thinking about the upcoming evening. 
As they did every year, the Peters family would bundle up, making sure that the new additions to the family, who were a few weeks old, were wrapped snugly in warm blankets. They would all get in the car for their annual excursion of following a map to the neighborhoods where there was an overabundance of Christmas lights and decorations. After they returned from their hour or so long adventure, they would sit around the table and drink hot chocolate with marshmallows, and Mama would serve her delectable homemade cinnamon rolls and chocolate chip cookies. She had already made the dough and frozen it before the twins' birth, as Penelope continued to lie in her bed. With a little bit of imagination, she could already smell and taste the sweet confections in her mind. She could hardly contain her glee about the day's activities. Perhaps it was the thought of eating cinnamon rolls and frozen cookies that made her remember her teeth. Instinctively, her fingers went to her mouth, where they began their usual inspection. First the top two teeth, followed by the bottom four teeth. She was stopped cold in her tracks when she noticed that the bottom center tooth wriggled under the pressure of her fingertips. She pushed and pulled the tooth again, just to make sure she felt some give to it. Yes, there was no doubt about it. It was loose. She yanked at the tooth again and again, and she knew with certainty that the tooth was moving steadily back and forth. Unable to hold it in any longer, she gave a whispered shout of, Yes! and bolted to Pearson's room. She flung open Pearson's door, and without any consideration that her family just might still be sleeping, she yelled out, My tooth is loose! My tooth is loose! Pearson was only waking up when Penelope disrupted his quiet. But he had so long heard about Penelope's teeth and her desire to lose one that he didn't mind being awakened. He was excited for her and yelled back, Which one? With his arm outstretched, he ran over to Penelope with his pincher fingers ready to grasp the loose chomper. Penelope pointed to the loose tooth and allowed Pearson to feel it. That is loose. Want me to pull it? Penelope jumped back horrified at the thought of Pearson pulling her tooth. Oh, no, thank you. I'll let it fall out by itself. That could take a long time, Pearson responded knowingly. Well, maybe, but I'll take that chance. I'm going to go tell Mom and Daddy Peters the good news. Uninvited, she barged into the Peters' bedroom, where Mama and Daddy Peters were still lounging in bed. But Penelope paid no heed. She had a grand announcement to make by George, and she was going to make it. I've got good news, she shouted. I finally have a loose tooth. Pointing to the bassinets beside their bed, Daddy Peters put his finger to his lips to indicate that the twins were still asleep. But he motioned Penelope to come over so he could feel her tooth. He had the same response, albeit a little quieter, as Pearson and felt the loose tooth. Wow, that's pretty loose. I'll bet if you play with it, it'll be ready to come out by the end of the day. Even to Penelope, who had a tendency to be impatient, the end of the day didn't seem so far away. She would be sure to diligently tug at it all day. She knew she wouldn't be able to concentrate on much else during the day, given this newfound fun. But she had plans to play with Heather, Lisa, and their new neighbor, Nora. She could hardly wait to share the news of her first loose tooth with her friends. But first things first. Breakfast and cleaning up took precedence over playing with friends. So she would have to be patient, which might be difficult since Saturday mornings meant a special breakfast and seemed to take forever. When Mama Peters was pregnant, Daddy Peters had begun to take on more duties around the house, and he was just as good at making French toast and waffles and eggs and sausage and pancakes as Mama. Unlike Mama, Daddy always gave choices to Pearson and Penelope, 
So instead of one main course, Daddy would say, What'll it be, Nellie? We've got French toast, waffles, pancakes, or do you want to go with a savory breakfast? Or do you want a little bit of everything? Normally, Pearson and Penelope opted for a sampler of all the breakfasts. This Saturday was different. Penelope needed to get over to her friends to tell them about her tooth. So she settled on cinnamon toast and blueberries. But alas, Pearson wasn't in a hurry, so he chose everything, which meant that breakfast would be just as long for Penelope because she had to stick around until the family was finished eating, and she couldn't leave without helping to clean the kitchen, because those were the family rules. After Pearson had ordered the works, she instantly regretted her decision of such a simple breakfast and gazed at Pearson's plate, which was piled high with food. Daddy Peter sensed her regret, and with nary a word, he handed Penelope a plate with the exact breakfast items Pearson had on his. Thank you, Daddy! Penelope looked at Daddy Peters with a smile. Daddy Peters winked and handed Mama Peters a plate of food before sitting down and praying over the meal. The Peters family spread included sliced apples, and when Penelope sank her teeth into a honey-crisp apple slice, she felt a twinge of pain in her loose teeth. Ouch! That hurt my tooth! She held up the apple slice and studied it. I would expect so, Pen. Your tooth is coming loose from its roots, so it'll hurt to bite down on hard things, Mama Peters patiently explained. But look, there's even a little blood on the apple, Mama. Could something be wrong? She pointed to the apple, which had a smidgen of blood where she had bitten. Nope, that's normal, honey. You've seen how many teeth Pearson has lost. It's perfectly normal to bleed a little. Your gums don't want to give up your tooth so easily. The tooth is attached and has to tear away. Tear? What's it tearing from? The word tearing didn't sit well with Penelope, and nervousness began to set in. It's how God's made it, Pen. The tooth is attached to the skin and tissue. It'll loosen up and be ready to fall or even to pull soon. Penelope shrank back. Her face was filled with fear. Wait! I didn't know it would hurt! Pearson, he, he never said anything about it hurting. Pearson nodded proudly. That's because I'm a man, and we're built tough. Daddy Peters affectionately rolled his eyes. Oh, good grief. I remember Pearson complaining, too. Remember when I pulled your top left tooth, buddy? It was hanging by a thread, but you cried when I jerked on it, because it hurt. But, Nellie, it's not that bad. It's worth it. When your tooth is ready, you should just give it a little tug to get it out. It will be fast. And will only hurt slightly. Penelope wasn't so sure. Do we actually need to pull it? Won't it just fall out? Daddy Peters appeared thoughtful. Well, I suppose it could just fall out. But it wouldn't hurt to give a loose tooth a yank. That way you don't accidentally swallow it when you're eating. Swallow it? This tooth scenario was getting worse and worse. Blood, pain, and possibly swallowing your tooth didn't sound nearly as enchanting as she had first thought. It sounded to be a messy and painful ordeal, and no matter how much money it would yield under her pillow, she was beginning to wonder if it was even worth it. Now panic-stricken, she nearly shouted, Wait! I could swallow my tooth accidentally? Oh, Nellie, it's nothing to be afraid of. It just means you wouldn't have a tooth to put under your pillow. Anyway, chances of that happening are minimal. If truth be told... I can almost guarantee that won't happen. I'm going to pull your tooth tonight, I think. Daddy, does it have to happen tonight? Penelope was becoming quickly alarmed. 
Yes, I felt the tooth, and it's ready to pull. I'll give you time today to loosen it further. This evening, though, I'm going to pull it, and you can put it under your pillow. Mama Peters, I, I mean Mama Tooth Fairy Peters, will leave a dollar for your troubles. Daddy grinned and winked. Oh, Daddy Peters, I know Mama is the Tooth Fairy. I can't wait to get a dollar, but I'm so scared. Nellie, don't think about it for now. Ask God to help you not be fearful and just try to enjoy your day. Wiggle it and wiggle it and go about playing with your friends. The Lord can give you pleasant distractions, Mama Peters encouraged Penelope. With her mood lightened, Penelope asked Mama if it was okay for her to go and play. Not until this kitchen is spotless, young lady, Mama answered playfully as she pointed to the dishes and counters. Oh, dear. That squalling we just heard means I need to go care for the twins, so do a good job, and then you can go outside and play with your friends. Pearson was only too happy to get started with the cleanup, too. Let's get to work, Pen. Finn's waiting for me. We're going to make a spaceship with a refrigerator box that his mom has. Todd Hicks might even come over. Pearson got to work clearing the dishes, and both of the children worked hard until the job was completed. After brushing their teeth, they raced outside in the direction of their friends' houses. Since Heather and Lisa were already across the street playing at Nora's house, Penelope didn't have far to go. Nora was the newest member of the bunch, having just moved into the big blue house only a few weeks before. You guys! My tooth is loose! Penelope shouted out halfway up the driveway. Which one? Heather sounded excited. Penelope pointed to the loose baby tooth, and Lisa, like Pearson had done, made a grab for it. Penelope shied away and explained, Sorry, but it's a little sore from the apple. I don't think I want to have people pulling on it. Why? Are you afraid? Nora asked. Well, I guess I'm a little nervous. I, I don't know. But why are you nervous? Because it's going to hurt. That's why. Yeah, but it's not so bad. Why don't you just let it fall out when it's ready? Nora questioned. Because Daddy Peter said it's ready and that he's going to pull it tonight, Penelope replied. Hey, I've got a great idea. Nora always thought her ideas were great, and she had no problem sharing them. This is what we can do. Let's tie a string around the tooth and tie the other end of the string to a doorknob. That way, we can get it to come out real fast, and you'll hardly feel a thing. Great idea! Both Heather and Lisa were on board with Nora's course of action. Penelope didn't feel quite as certain, but she nervously nodded. I... Oh, okay, I guess so. Nora invited the girls into her house, where they gathered in her bedroom, waiting for her to grab a spool of thread from the sewing kit. She cut a long piece of thread, and all three of Penelope's friends gingerly looped it around Penelope's bottom tooth. It didn't matter that Penelope was guarding her tooth and flinched at the slightest touch. Her friends were bound and determined that that tooth was coming out now. So they tied the other end to Nora's bedroom doorknob and directed Penelope to stand by the bed with Heather and Lisa. Nora, of course, had designated herself as the door slammer, so she stood at the entrance, ready for action. Are you ready? Wait! Penelope yelled. Let me tell you when! I know you can do it, Pen. Lisa was rooting for her. Penelope shut her eyes tightly, and with all of the courage she could muster, she yelled, Okay! I'm ready! Before the words were fully out of her mouth, Nora swung the door with her right hand, flinging it toward the frame with all her might. The girl stared at Penelope, who was still standing there with her eyes sealed shut. Well? 
Heather's tone sounded rather impatient. Nothing happened, Penelope said, looking at the thread that still hung from the doorknob into her mouth. I still have my tooth. The problem is, Nora chided, you weren't standing back far enough. You need to stand where it will actually pull it out. This time, when I open the door, take three steps back, and then I'll slam it again. Despite her apprehension, Penelope agreed and followed Nora's directions. When she yelled, Go! Nora flung the door closed with every ounce of strength she could summon. All eyes were once again on Penelope, who remained standing with her eyes closed. Oh, rats! The string popped off the tooth, Penelope said, noting the string that had slid right over the top of her tooth was a few feet in front of her. Undeterred, the girl set to work tying the string back on the stubborn tooth and repeated the procedure. Three more times, the door slammed shut. And three more times, the string slid off. Nora's mom, Mrs. Jackson, had heard enough banging for the day. Ladies! Mrs. Jackson sounded rather annoyed as she entered Nora's bedroom and scolded the girls. Why do you keep slamming the door? It's too loud. It's time to go outside and play. Sorry, Mrs. Jackson. But, Mom, we're trying to help Penelope lose her tooth, Nora explained. Well, maybe try it outside with a different method. The girls appeared dejected as they walked to the front yard where they decided that bike riding would be a good distraction while they tried to think of more ways to help Penelope lose her tooth. Their brainstorming proved unsuccessful, so they were content to play with dolls and ride bikes and scooters together for the remainder of the day. They had spent a fun day of playing together, only stopping to eat the sandwiches and fruit Mrs. Jackson had prepared for their lunch. The sun was setting when the girls said goodbyes and left for home for the day. Shortly after Penelope had arrived home, Pearson too came home. It was dinner time, so they both washed their hands and began setting the table, which was their nightly chore. Mama Peters had fixed a tasty dinner of lasagna and a Caesar salad, and there was French bread, too. Penelope didn't realize how hungry she was until she smelled the aroma of the food. After praying and thanking the Lord for the dinner, Daddy Peters asked the children about their day. So what'd you two do with your friends today? We made a spaceship. It was awesome. We pretended to fly to the moon and back again. Todd Hicks was trying to convince us that there were actual aliens. I told him that was a lie. But he told us that his great aunt had told his second cousin that she had been kidnapped by aliens. Do you really think that happened, Daddy Peters? Pearson asked in earnest. Um, aliens don't exist, Piers, Daddy Peters answered. I knew that had to be fake. I'm going to tell him on Monday. Todd believes in stuff that's not real. All right, Piers, maybe so. But remember to be kind when you explain that to him. Penelope was fascinated by Pearson's spaceship story and by how silly Todd was always believing crazy things. She didn't have much time to think about Goofy Todd before Daddy Peters asked her about her day. She told him how she and her friends had played together and then reluctantly brought up her loose tooth. She began to feel a knot in her stomach as she talked about how they tried to pull it out. Oh, Daddy, I'm so, so scared. We tried to help my tooth come out all day long, and I don't want you to hurt me. Do you have to pull it out? Can't I just let it fall out on its own? Penelope was talking as fast as Pearson could run, which was pretty fast. Nellie, calm down. Let's think about what the Bible says. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. You know that. You've had to trust him many times before. If I thought it would be too hard for you, I wouldn't pull it. But I want you to trust me. Come on over here. I want to see how loose it actually is. 
Penelope walked over to the side of the table where Daddy Peter sat. Mama Peters put her arm on Penelope's back and began to rub it. Oh, Daddy, I'm scared. Nell, remember, trust God. Daddy Peters picked up a napkin from the table and gently placed his fingers on Penelope's tooth and almost as quickly pulled back his hand and confirmed. Yes, sweetie, it certainly is loose enough. Oh, Daddy, please don't pull it. I don't want you to. Please. Hey, Pen, look here. Daddy Peters held out the napkin, and he had a funny look on his face. Sweetie, I don't have to pull it. He opened the napkin, and to her shock, there sat her baby tooth. Penelope's fingers flew to the empty space in her mouth that had only seconds before held her loose tooth. Wait, you pulled it? When? When I felt how loose it was, it pretty much came out in my fingers. I'm guessing that you girls even tried to do the doorknob trick, which really helped loosen things. Daddy, that didn't hurt at all. Baby girl, even if it did hurt a little bit, we want you to learn to trust God and us. But it didn't even hurt. And that's just another example of God's kindness to you. And now you can put that tooth under your pillow, Mama said, hugging Penelope tightly. I am so happy. I could just sing. And sing Penelope did. I will sing of my Redeemer and his wondrous love for me. She paused in mid-song, just long enough to declare, I cannot believe it, Daddy Peters. Thank you so much. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. She gave Daddy's neck a hard squeeze. Okay, enough of the excitement, Nellie. Now come on, if we plan to make the rounds to see Christmas lights and get home at a decent hour to eat cinnamon rolls, frozen chocolate chip cookies, and sip hot chocolate, we best start cleaning up. Time's a-wastin'. The children and Daddy Peters began to clear the table while Mama got busy getting the twins ready. But she looked up and paused for a second and pointed to the napkin which held Penelope's tooth. Hey, Pen, I'm concerned, Mama Peters teased. Now that you have a missing tooth, are you sure you have enough teeth to eat one or two frozen chocolate chip cookies? Oh, Mama, Penelope responded laughingly. <laughs> I have lots of other teeth that will help me chew, and I can't wait to use them to bite into a frozen chocolate chip cookie. Hello again from Grandmom's Corner. This week's story reminds me so much about the lesson when Jesus walked on the water that we had last Sunday in the first grade class I teach. Jesus' disciples were traveling in a boat and a bad storm came up. They were in so much trouble because they couldn't steer or row the boat in the raging storm. From the mountain where Jesus was praying, he could see them, and he knew they were having a difficult time in the storm. Jesus knew about them, even though he was nowhere near them. He knew because he's omniscient. That means he knows everything. All of a sudden, the disciples saw Jesus, and he was walking on the water. They were terrified because they thought they were seeing a ghost, and they cried out in fear, Ah! Jesus didn't call them scaredy-cats. He didn't make fun of them. No, indeed not. In fact, the Bible says that Jesus immediately, that's another word for instantly, or right now, came to their rescue. And then he said some comforting words. Let me read what Matthew 14, 27 from the Bible says. But immediately, Jesus spoke to them saying, Take courage, it is I! Do not be afraid. Jesus was kind and compassionate. And then in verse 32, 
it says that after Jesus got in the boat, the wind stopped. The wind stopped because he's omnipotent. He has all power over the wind, the rain, everything. A few Christmases ago, our family rented a huge cabin in the Sierra Nevadas of California, where we planned to spend Christmas together. It was about a three hour drive for all of us, except for one of my sons and his family who were traveling from the Central Valley. My husband, who the grandkids called Papa, was driving, and we had a couple of daughters and a son-in-law with us. We left for the cabin in the late afternoon, but by the time we got an hour or so from the cabin, the roads grew very dark. There were no street lights, and snow flurries began to fall. We live in California, so we're not experienced drivers in the snow. We all began to get nervous, and we were a little anxious about our safety. We had chains, but it was so dark on the road that we would have had trouble putting them on. We didn't have too far to go, but it was still nerve-wracking, even though we were driving slowly and carefully. All the while, we were praying for God's protection in the snowy weather. Praise the Lord, all of our family made it safely, and we were so grateful. We praised the Lord, and everyone had a great time in the snow. The grandkids had so much fun as they played in the snow with sleds and saucers. I want to encourage you to pray always, and about everything. Every time you're scared, pray that God will help your fearful heart. God doesn't always do as we ask, but He's good and kind, and His plan, though sometimes difficult, is His best for us. Please join us again next week for another Peter's Children adventure. Bye for now.